what up, what up, what up, BTG, open run, BTG, hey man, it's your boy 12 Kyle coming through from the 12 Kyle podcast, uh, hey man, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to come on here and ask a question or two, um, always like to contribute, love the podcast as always, and I appreciate you, my brother, uh, so let's get right to it, man, the question I have is, I got a chance to see the epic beatdown, um, where the 49ers threw the Dallas Cowboys down they the died. stairs this past weekend. Yeah. Um, it was such a great sight to see as I am the resident yeah, well, cowboy hater. I'm but my second. question is, I got a chance to see online uh after the game, Cowboy defensive star Michael Pars Micah Parsons um do a jersey swap with uh the running back from the San Francisco 49ers. Um, McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey, right? Mm -hmm. So my question to you is, Baylor, how do you feel about swapping jerseys after the game? Because let me just tell you about me, man. As you know, and many of your listeners know, maybe they don't know, I played college football uh, at South Carolina State University back in the 90s. It's a small, historically black college and university. Uh, But being the competitor that I am and given the fact that I played in the 90s, we weren't really with all of the buddy-buddy stuff and, and being friends. Like, if we went at it for 60 minutes, that was it. Like, I, I mean, I'm going to shake your hand, but I'm not switching. I'm not swapping jerseys with you. Now, granted, nobody was swapping jerseys in 1994, okay? So I get that part of it. But even if it were 2023 and I'm a college football player or a pro football player, I'm not swapping jerseys after I just spent 60 minutes trying to bust your ass, Pause. Woo. Long pause. My bad. <laughs> That's a pause. But you get my point. So my question to you, Baylor, how do you feel about players swapping jerseys and being buddy buddies and photo ops after the game? I know the NBA is a little bit different. They do the same thing. But I can't picture me if I'm LeBron James doing a jersey swap with Kevin Durant after you just beat me in a game. I just I'm too much of a competitor. Yeah, we can be cool off the court, but I'm not giving you my jersey. I'm not signing your jersey. I don't do I wouldn't want to do that kind of stuff. But you, your listeners, don't tell me I'm wrong, because this is my opinion, but I want to know what you feel. Holler at me. Peace. Well, <clears throat> I feel about jersey swap. Hey man, I, I ain't gonna even lie to you. I like it. I'm gonna tell you why. Because uh I mean some of us some of that shit could be sentimental. You know, I mean, if you plan it, just think about like Kobe going up against Jordan, you know, the the last years of, of Michael Jordan's career, you know, and we got to see that, that, uh, that pivotal matchup, you know what I mean? And if they was to swap jerseys, I'm pretty sure that would mean, and even that, even then, if, if Jordan wasn't, didn't really care for Kobe or anything like that, the fact that they jersey swapped. And Kobe jersey might mean a little bit more now than it did back then. You got to look at it kind of like that. You know what I mean? And then it's the superstars. You know what I mean? And this is one of those things I I can compare it to. Or I could say this is similar to like uh, when when they go uh, uh, hunting for animals. You know what I mean? Like in a while. And and they come back and hang it, you know, you know, stuff it and hang it on a wall and things like that as a trophy. Uh, you could look at it like that. They swap jerseys. They write their stats on there. You know what I'm saying? Like that to me, that's dope because eventually 
And I, and I agree, you know, back in the 80s and the 90s, it wasn't none of that buddy-buddy pal bullshit that they got going on now, uh, which we believe takes away from the game, right? I don't see a lot of that in football. I see more of that in basketball than anything, right? Um, you know, a lot more friendships and things like that. But seeing these cats, you know, tear each other uh, tear each other apart, you know what I'm saying, for the for the whole <laughs> football game, and then say, hey, man, you had a phenomenal game. Y'all blew us out. Uh, let's jersey swap. You know what I'm saying? Now, I think you... You only got to do that once. Now, now when I say once, I don't mean I mean once with the same player, like no more. You know what I mean? Like I'm not I'm not sure who would be emotionally stable or okay to swap jerseys after the Super Bowl, but I think that might be that might be a big thing if if, if Bray swapped jerseys with I don't know. Whatever top defensive player was on that team, particular team, depending on which Super Bowl, you know, Michael Strahan. You know, you know what I'm saying. So, um, I, I think it's dope. I don't, I don't think I really have a problem with it. I don't, I don't think I really have a problem with it. Like I said, you can look at it in so many different ways. You can look at it as a sign of respect. You know, what I'm saying, what if these are two quarterbacks that came out in the in the same draft class, and we deem them to be, you know, rivals? You know what I'm saying? They going, they. Hopefully they will be going back and forth for majority of their careers, and they swap jerseys maybe their rookie year. That's going to be a wild story to tell. That's going to be that's going to play into uh, future commercials and and and, and promotions and, th- and and things like that when these cats are retired. You know what I mean? So to see, just for example, if we was to see multiple commercials with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. And, you know, let's just say they came in at the same year and they swapped jerseys at one point, you know. Um, those jerseys are going to be worth so much money. A rookie, uh, a swapped rookie Brady and a Peyton jersey. Jesus Christ. That's a lot, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, look, I, I agree. I don't think everybody should do it. You know what I mean? I think it was that year. What was that year? It was Kyrie and... Was that Dylan Brooks? Was it Dylan Brooks? <laughs> Dylan Brooks tried to swap jerseys with uh with Kyrie, and he was like, "Nah, nah, I don't, I don't really want yours." You know what I mean? So I get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think you got to be good enough to do that. Just don't do that, and you're not one of the. Nah, let's not do that. You know. But overall, twelve cal, like I ain't gonna lie to you, I'm with it. I like it. I like it. I mean, I really don't have a problem with the whole buddy system. Just as long as them cats show up on the field and then on the court, but it seemed like more on the court, they got it's a different type of relationship. You know what I'm saying? When you talk about when you talk about these basketball players, it's it's a whole totally different type of um, what can I say? Like a whole totally different type of fraternity. You know what I'm saying? So mm, that's different. That's different. But no, these these football cats they playing, man. They playing, and like I said, I I know I would do it. You know, because I like I'm a collector. You know what I'm saying? Especially if I, man, there's so many jerseys out there that I want. You know, down all the way down to college and even high school. You know what I'm saying? Let me get some of those. I even have a couple of Trojan, um, USC Trojan uh, jerseys up in there. You know, give me that, give me that Marcus Allen, give me that OJ Simpson, give me that Reggie Bush for real. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give that right a lot. Yeah, off top. Off top, man. So, um, yeah, man. I, I I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not totally against it or whatever. I just don't think it should be done that often. You know what I'm saying? I think let's put it like this. Let's let's set some rules. Let's just say you get one of those. I don't know, man, because it's kind of it's kind of hard to tell. Like everybody's going to want the up and coming jerseys. You know what I'm saying? Jalen Hurts. Like I'm pretty sure they're going to want his jersey. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of these cats are still fans. You know they love the game. They're they're privileged to play the game, but they also privileged to watch the game still. You know what I'm saying? And and, and to be a fan uh, instead of being the player. You know what I mean? So hey, man. I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna lie to you. I kind of, I, I kind of like. I will swap jerseys with you, twelve cal. Yo, in this podcast game, let's swap podcast jerseys. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely hanging my twelve cal jersey on the wall immediately. Immediately. Shout out to twelve cal. Y'all already know who he is. That's 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 one of the goats of when it come to podcasting. So. Go tap in with my with my with my mentor over there at the Twelve Cow Podcast, man. He just had he had a recent episode, very solid. You got to go check it out, man. Hey, Twelve Cow be finding awesome, and, and then he's seeing King Jerm the crazy shit. Don't, don't don't think I didn't catch on. I caught on. You know what I'm saying? He seen he he say some crazy stuff for his his show. You know, like the uh, the, the the whole threesome talk. Yeah, I, you know what? I thought about doing a remix to that too. Twelve Cal. I thought about doing a remix because I thought you went in a little too much on on the main character, but uh, I still might think about it. But I appreciate appreciate the question, man. Appreciate the question. Let's see who we got up next. Let's see who we got up next. Etg, what it do, bro? It's your boy OTR Mike. Man, look, I got a question for you because I heard the gym was open. Now look. NBA season is upon us. So, but I'm gonna take it back for you. I'm gonna go old school NBA. Well, to these young boys now, it's old school NBA. Now, I personally grew up a Scottie Pippen fan. Scottie Pippen was my favorite player of all time. Right? I don't personally think Scottie gets his just due all the time. Partly for how he, you know, his wife, whatever, what she doing out here. But let's go back to when he was on the floor. In today's game, in your opinion, who is the closest to mimicking how Scottie Pippen played the game? Hmm, that's easy to me. I think it's two cats that I could point out who might be more athletically, no, 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 I would say who are offensively more gifted than Scottie, but I put them in a I put them in the same Scotty boat, and they even play on the same team. That's going to be Kawhi Leonard and PG-13. Now, again, remember what I said. I said, you know, they might be, and and, and honestly, I think offensively, Scotty might be a little bit better than uh, Kawhi. Moves and everything, right? Uh, Scotty got the post game over Kawhi, I think. I believe so. Defense, whoo-wee. I might go, I might go, I might go Scotty in a close one with Kawhi. Now, Kawhi has given Bron problems, but Scott, they put Scotty on magic in the finals. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, defensively, a two-way player, and he was a point forward. You know what I mean? Uh, he let, also led the team in damn near every stat when MJ left. So he ain't no chump. The only thing that he didn't do, what one of the other ones did, is actually lead the team to a championship and be the anchor of the other championship teams that he was on. Um, <clears throat> he got a couple of final MVPs, anyone on both sides of the conference. Scotty had an opportunity. He came close when he played for Portland. I was actually rooting for him and against his team. I was, I, I was rooting against the team, but I was going for him because I was like, if this nigga gets seven, right? So, uh, interestingly, uh, OTR, Mike, you might be my spiritual doppelganger because Scotty, growing up, Scotty Pippen was one of my favorite players too. It was Scotty, Magic, and Kobe, right? I mean, it's actually, if if you want to go through my my cold list that I got, uh, Magic is up there, you know, Penny Hardaway. Um, who else? Penny Hardaway. Uh, Olajuwon was one of my favorites back then as well. But no, Scotty, <clears throat> Scotty, I'm a huge Scotty fan. I still got my Chicago Bulls jersey up in the... Uh, up in the closet, I had the I bought the Houston Rocket jersey when I was in uh where was I? That was high school. That was high school when he play, went to go play for the Rockets. I had that jersey. I ordered it from East Bay. Yes, I did. Yeah, I got some Nautica shirts when I uh, when I came in too. I had fits. Eleventh and twelfth grade, I was killing it. Uh, and I wore his shoes. Uh, my first pair of Scotties. Uh, OTR Mike. It was it was a Pippin twos. It was the white and red ones, and um, I hooped in those for the season. You know, did all type of experiments with it afterwards. Like after the season was over, and it was all kind of beat up. I spray paint, I spray painted them, did all kind of custom shit to it. But I had some Scotties. Um, yeah, definitely one of my favorite players of all time. But if I had to compare some players to him, it would have to be Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Point forwards, you know. But like, but like I said, offensively, I, I say PG thirteen is probably the more offensively gifted one. Um, the better defense, though, I'm still giving it to Scotty and uh, with Kawhi, like right there, though. Um, PG thirteen definitely could lock, especially the Pacers. PG thirteen, especially he was locking up crazy. You know what I mean? But outside of that, I can't really think of no no younger players uh, I could think of that could. Uh, no, I can't really think of nobody younger. Nah, nah, I can't really, can't really. But I appreciate the question, OTR Mike. Oh, me, hey, yo, and OTR Mike has hopped up in the ring and started playing some dominoes with me. And he hopped out the gate, too. I ain't even mad at him. I'm really not mad at him because he called me slipping, man. You know what I'm saying? So shout out. Yo, 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 yo. Y'all got to give a round of applause. When y'all see him, him in the street, just know that man started his domino career. And that's what we're proud of. 12 Cal, we waiting on you, baby. Yeah, yeah, we waiting on you. We waiting on you. Who we got next? If we, if we grade goats by championships, is it arguable to say that as a role player, Robert Ori is the best role playing goat? And do those seven rings matter? Also, if we grade goats by rings. Why do we never bring up people like Bob Cousy, Bill Russell, or those type of guys in the GOAT conversation? 
Also, what line would, did Barry need to run behind to win a championship? If you could take Barry Sanders outside of that Dallas Cowboy line, you take Barry Sanders and put him on any other team back in those days, who wins the Super Bowl with Barry Sanders as they running back? What line back in that that early night, you know, early to mid '90s time? What offensive line would have won a Super Bowl with Barry Sanders as they running back? Oh, nigga, out the gate, I'm gonna answer that one. I'm gonna get to the basketball shit in a minute, but let me just tell you right now: any other team other than Detroit, any other, and you said it, excluding the Dallas line because that was the quote unquote one of the best offensive lines known to mankind. But you know what? You know what? That nigga Thurman Thomas, that nigga was running running right behind a phenomenal, a phenomenal Buffalo Bills line. Yes. Yes. He, okay? That nigga could have went to Pittsburgh because Jerome Bettis was getting off. What? And if you really want to, you want to make me sick to my stomach? Yo, send that nigga buried to Denver. Where them niggas been having a running game for 20 years straight. This is probably the old. This year and last year was the only year they didn't have really have a, a, a good running game. Nigga, they stayed with a pack of running backs. And it's like all three of them motherfuckers would run over a thousand yards. So you put that, you put Barry behind that Terrell Davis line with John Elway. My God, I would never hear the end of it from these goddamn Denver fans. Barry Sanders could have went to any other team than Detroit and would have put a record up in a Hall of Fame that only an alien would be able to break. This nigga ran back five yards just to gain eight. Thirteen yards. (laughs) Yo, when I tell you, shout out to Emmett, dog. Look, look, look. You know, it's like we penalized Emmett Smith for having both his parents in the house. You know what I mean? That's it for going to a private school. That's what we penalize him for. And I'm with it because I hate Dallas. I hate Dallas, but I respect I respect those teams, though. Hell yeah, I have to. I have to. You know, they had killers on that. The Dallas in the 90s is who the Lakers been showtime. Yeah, that's exactly who they were. So it was like they you knew everybody damn near in every position. There was a highlighted person with every for every position on that goddamn on that goddamn team. So yeah, no. This nigga Barry could have went to any goddamn team other than the goddamn I mean, we he came close cuz I think he, was, he he almost got to Miami. They going to send him to Miami. I'm like, just send that nigga anywhere. You could have sent that nigga to the replaceables. <laughs> okay? You could have sent that nigga to the bench warmers. I don't give what. Just get that nigga out of Detroit. <laughs> Man, shit that will never get back, bro. Uh, but let's get, speaking of getting back, let's get back to this basketball, man. Robert Ory, and we talk about the GOAT. You know damn well why we're not mentioning Robert Ory with the GOATs, okay? Because attached to those rings come stats, rankings, records, and shit like that. So, yes, uh, I mean, this goes back to that question that cats, uh, you know, found on Twitter, a meme saying, yo, would you rather 
be like the Robert Ories of the world, the, the, the super role players who have multiple rings? Or do you want to be a Max player? Do you want to be a James Harden, a cat that has, you know, over $300 million in his bank account off of one, you know, <laughs> offseason? And no rings, though, right? And then and, and more, I say more than half the homies picked uh, James Harden career. I've been the only consistent one saying, no, nah, let me get the uh, rings. Because, see, to me, Penrose, it depends on which era that you win those rings in. You see what I'm saying? Like, Robert Ory won, and it started in the 90s or whatever. So they not getting the paychecks that they that they get now. So I get it or whatever. Robert Ory seemed like he's doing pretty good. And niggas keep niggas still talking about it. You know what his name will always be attached to? Not being considered one of the GOATs, but why he isn't considered a GOAT because of his championships. That will always be attached to his legacy. That we know that he'll never be mentioned with the GOATs. But why isn't he mentioned with his GOATs? Because of his championships. When it comes to his championships. That will always be attached to him. So that's dope in itself. But when nigga, nigga, because y'all act like we don't have these war stories. Nigga, I'm 40 years old. Niggas still bring up what they what they did back in the 80s and the 90s and early 2000s. They still talking about their war uh their war stories. So niggas what what niggas going to try to collect up as much as they can. Cuz when niggas turn 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, I got your jersey on my wall. Remember we swapped jerseys. And I threw for 450 yards, three touchdowns. You do for 395, two touchdowns. But I beat you. And it, the jersey is signed, too, with the stats on there. So that's why, you know, you're not going to be mentioned with the goats. But you got to ask, Cats, would you rather have the seven, you know, the anywhere between three to seven rings? Or would you have no jury but shit? All the money in the world. <laughs> you know, you got to ask yourself that. Now, we, the reason why we don't, first of all, I'm a Laker fan. So I don't have to bring up them Boston Celtic niggas at all, Penrose. They're telling you out the gate. I don't care about mentioning them niggas. I respect them. Larry Bird. And sometimes that's just where it stopped. But, you know, I think, truth be told, the reason why they don't bring up Bill Russell is because they really don't respect his era of basketball like that. They don't. They don't, some of them don't say it, and then some people do say it. But it's the truth. They don't respect it. They figured that he dealt with, you know, a sixty forty. Dealt with more off the court than on the court. Uh, lack of talent when it came to him, but they felt we. Some people also felt like he had to deal with more because he was carrying the weight of. Uh, the black culture playing against in races, uh, arenas, um, while bringing niggas that hated them 11 championships out of 13 seasons. That's a lot of rings. That's a lot of rings. 11 out of 13. Bro, you don't really know what sadness is. I bet you still remember those two, though, that you didn't get. But. Honestly, 
Penrose, I think niggas don't respect the the black and white era. You know, I don't think they respect. They don't. They don't. I think they respect him as the player that he was, but I don't think they respect the era that he played in. I mean, we get it now when it comes to Jordan. You know, Jordan fans is going to Jordan fans is not budging. They not reconsidering. They may have gotten a little scared. They may have gotten a little nervous, but they not moving their guy out of the number one spot. And one of the arguments that's used against Jordan is the level of competition. You know, I know they talk about how physical it was in the 90s. But when you talk about the level of competition, especially at his position, it was kind of scarce after him. So niggas is going to use that against him. Just like niggas is just using it against Bill Russell because 98.9% of us didn't watch the nigga in person. We got what we got because of what they scraped up and found on YouTube. I mean, put it on YouTube. But nobody is still alive to tell it. You know what I mean? And probably half or more than half of the niggas that watched him play didn't like him. And they probably didn't go. So, I mean, that's kind of like at one point, at some point, Michael Jordan is going to be that myth as well. You see what I'm saying? Kobe right after that. And it didn't help, uh, you know, of him passing away. You know, because right now it's like it's, it's, it's the it's the end, but it's the LeBron era. Like That's the older guy. That's the GOAT. You know what I mean? Well, you know, Kobe had his moments. Jordan had his moments. Magic, Kareem, Bird, they had their moment, et cetera. So I think at a certain point, Cass didn't really – Start taking in, you know, they they didn't really care for the NBA at a certain point. You know, when when Magic and Bird saved it, that was everything. So you can damn near say that's when they started to really care and started the whole goat talk back up again. You ain't gonna never see Koozie's name up there. You gonna see him well respected next to the guards. Bill Russell is just one of those ghosts that's just right there. Like you cannot talk the whole entire NBA without mentioning him. But hey man, with with the with the the numbers that Jordan have, you know, the impact of Kobe and what we've never seen before in a LeBron James and the longevity that comes along with that, brother, you got three other fan bases that's not budging at all. And Magic fan bases not too far away from that. So that's why but selfishly, as a Lakers fan, I don't care that them niggas getting talked about. Respect. I mean, we wore number six on our jersey. That's a fact. And he wore Kobe's jersey right after he passed away. So the the respect and the love is going to be there. But at the end of the day, the homies is up there. <laughs> the homies is there. You know what I'm saying? So. Shout out to Penrose, man. Good question. Good question. Good You know, Penrose, Mike, 12 Cattles, my guys, man. Shout out to the fellas, man. Shout out to the fellas. Um, well, I mean, that's it, man. I mean, they, they did most of the work. I appreciate their content that they sent in to me. Did we have some sports that happened? Absolutely. You heard 12 Cow mention the uh, Cowboys and the, and, and the uh, Niners. Epic. I think they broke a record. 
for week five. You know what I'm saying? Everybody viewed in over 24 million viewers or something like that. Crazy. Uh, Dallas got their ass smacked. Humble settings. Humbled. Um, I, I guess y'all can hear me talking with a little spunk. Sound like the Raiders may have won the game. And they did. They beat Green Bay. That's not saying much. You know, they got a quarterback that's not proven yet over there. Uh, they had a lot of game, uh, a lot of pieces banged up, so you know it, they didn't really have a full lineup. And we really went down to the wire. They ended up throwing an interception. Well, yo, the Raiders playing defense this week. Who would have thought about streaming that defense? You know what I'm saying? We are talking about a couple interceptions. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was wild. It was wild. I like it though. I like it, though. You know, we picked up a nice W on Monday, man. We showed out. Uh, Lakers is back. I caught a little bit of that Lakers and Warriors game. Uh, nothing much to talk about. And uh, we just had another game in in Vegas. Uh, so, you know, it's back, man. I see Murph peeking around. You know what I'm saying? Just, we see you back on Twitter, my guy. I see you back today. You know what I'm saying? Second or third preseason game. You stuck your head back in on Twitter. We see you. So, there we go. Basketball season almost on the way back, man. I like it. I like what I see. You know, the next question is, do I like the Laker roster? Obviously, I do. We've been talking about it since the offseason, since the completion of the offseason. But I guess we get more into depth once the season gets closer and we can break that down. Uh Outside of that, man, like I said, I'm proud of my Raiders. Oh, I've been I've been on that 2K. Hey, here's the thing about 2K, bro. You literally got to, like, create every position and just be ready. You know what I mean? I started out this year with a center, and then my backup is going to be uh, the point guard. So I flopped it because everybody in their mama want to be a point guard. But I put more stock into the center. I haven't really touched the point guard like that because it's like it takes a long time to build these cats up. Uh, but yeah, I'm on the 2K. I'm on that Madden too, and I like playing that little three on three joint. You know what I'm saying? So if y'all on that Madden or that 2K, man, hit me up. PS5, but you know, I know they got the next gen joint going on, so we can do the cross platform. Uh, hit me up, man. PSN is Baylorism. I know the old, the old one is Baylor the Great One, but I don't even know that password, so that's like dead to me. So if y'all thought y'all was following me on the uh, if we was friends on PSN. On a PlayStation Network, uh, it's not Baylor the Great One. That's the old one. The new one is at Baylorism. Yeah, man. Uh, Overrun with BTG, man. I'm out. I appreciate y'all.